Ollie and Alex on Workington Academy Radio. Breaking news, Mr. Bramfway is here. He's actually here, so hang on. We'll get some back get some back in music. Can we just see if you if your microphone's working, Mr. Bramfway? Hello. Oh, is it there? Yeah. Oh, hello. Hang on. Bit closer. Hello? Bit closer. Hello? Bit closer. I can't get any closer. Hang on. Let's just let's turn oh, hang on. Uh, I'm turning your microphone up. Right. Just gives a little. Uh, uh, there yeah. you go. Is it working? Absolutely. It's on. It's amazing. Pulse so. Technology. Yeah. All right. So we've got ten questions for you. Hey, you, Mr. Brown, for you. Okay. I think I need to turn this down a bit. Too loud. So we've got ten questions. We've got some silly questions. We've got some very serious questions, Mr. Brown, for you. So this first question is from my dad, Richard Gallagher. Have you ever been to Brown, for it? Uh, yes. Only about once or twice, though, to go for food. So you weren't born there? No, but my granddad was from Lampler, so pretty close. Yeah. But not there, there. So, this is a very interesting question, me and Ollie thought. So, if you could or had to switch lives with any teacher at Workington Academy for a day, who would it be and why? Um, it's a tough one. If I had to switch lives, I'd switch with Mr. Holiday. Why? I'd just just love to have his beard. Fair enough. <laughs> Such a, he's a handsome man. We'll yeah. That. Aye. So Be you, in his shoes for a day. You don't think you could grow out of a beard like Mr. Holiday's? Not quite as good as Mr. Holiday's, no. Number four? Yeah. Right. What is the best excuse you've ever heard for a student not having not turning in their homework? Um... They're, they're all pretty terrible, to be fair. It's usually, I forgot. Dog ate it? Never had the dog ate it. Have you, you never? The, the water, getting bags wet is the most common. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sheet got wet, that is got very, wet. That's quite clever, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's all, all water-related or just laziness-related, I think. Yeah. Damn. Absolutely disgusting. I know, shocking, eh? <sighs> Alright, if you could ban any subject from the curriculum, which one would it be? Maths? No, we've got to keep maths. <laughs> what subject did oh, I hated English at school. It was not my favourite. Oh. <sighs> yeah, so I'll probably say English. Mortal enemies of maths, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what inspired you to become a teacher? Um, probably the holidays. That was the first thought for me yeah. when I was 20-odd years old, thinking about what to do. Very there wasn't good. another job that was going to give me six weeks off in summer. But then I've just grown to enjoy it. It's never boring being a teacher. Is it not? No, I'm sure anybody that's ever worked as a teacher will say it's never boring. It's never, it's not always fun, but it's never boring. It's hard work. Yeah. It's stressful at times, but you're never bored teaching. Uh, this one's also from my dad. <sighs> uh, on an academical scale, what would you rate me and Ollie? Ooh, I see. I've not taught you. We are, we are yeah. in uh, set two maths. Set two maths. What's the scale? So is one like, is one top or is ten top? One is um, f- miles cleverer than you. Ten is I uh, don't know what planet I'm on. Ten is you don't know what planet you're on. Uh, then I'll put the pair of you on a nine. You, you're vaguely aware you're on Earth. <laughs> Thanks, sir. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So how do you balance the demands of teaching with your personal life? Um, 
I treat my weekends as like I don't. I try and do no work mostly. I try and just play football. Bit of Xbox. Uh, not as much as I used to. Not as much as I did when I was bit, about 13, 14. FC twenty four. I did buy it the other week. I think I've spent about two hours on it. Two hours. That's about That's it. Quite good. I did a career mode with Chelsea. Yeah. Who are you, sir? I know. Got us to top of the league, wow. where we belong, and then I sort of packed it in. I haven't played in a few weeks. What advice do you have for your students who are struggling academically? Uh, effort. It's amazing the kids you see that maybe start in year seven who aren't perhaps the most stable and do find things hard, but effort pays off. And being a willingness to try new things, showing a bit... We obviously rant on about resilience, but it is important... The amazing power of just having a go at things rather than just immediately shutting down going, I don't know, I can't do this. If you actually just try things, you'll be amazed how much you can actually do. Bit of that uh, David Goggins mindset. Exactly, there. David Goggins mindset, Alex, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the biggest challenge facing education today? Mm, big questions, these. Uh, biggest challenge? Uh, money, funding. There's so much we'd like to do as a school, but we just simply can't do it. We haven't got the money. For example, like the space in this building could be quite cramped. We'd love to have more space. In our little radio booth Exactly, as well. yeah. yeah. Stuck in this cosy radio booth. We'd love to have more space, so more funding for more modern things, just bigger out, bigger spaces, more classrooms. Yeah, it, money can solve a lot of problems, yeah. I think. And it can make you happy as well. <sighs> yeah. How do you ensure that all the students feel included and valued in your classroom? I like to think I'm very approachable. I'm very friendly nice as friend, much as nice I can. Friendly face. Exactly. I just try and be a welcoming body in the room and try and make everyone feel appreciated as much as I possibly can. It's probably my way. Yeah, so I agree with you. Yeah. Another one from my dad. If you were stuck on a desert island. Which teacher would you not want to be on Desert Island with, and which teacher would you want to be on the Desert Island? Uh, I wouldn't want to be on a Mr. Uh, Desert Island with Mr. Cross. Why? He's a worrier. He'd, uh, he'd just panic? He'd panic, worry, and he'd do my head in after about ten minutes, Yeah, I would say. So I wouldn't want to be stuck with Mr. Cross, who's very outdoorsy. Ooh... Who'd, who'd be able to like build? Mister Freeland can be like build fires. He's very outdoorsy, mm -hmm. very manual. Yeah. Plus, uh, like I can imagine, Mister Freeland could build a shelter for me, and then I could some, some nice insulation, yeah, yeah. nice insulation. Yeah. Whereas Mister Cross would panic, worry, and we'd starve in the hour. I think. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> uh, so next question: If you so. No, everyone asks if you're a superhero, what would you put superpower be, blah, blah, blah. But we've switched up a bit. If you had to have a teaching superpower, what would it be and why? Eyes everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, being able to see everything at all times. Yeah. That would be very, very helpful. No more little things going, passing you by because it's in the corner of your eye. Mm -hmm. The ability to see all at all times would be very useful as a teacher. Yeah. Anything else? Um, Mind control. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Yes, that would probably be a lot easier, actually, if you could just control exactly everybody at all times. Yeah. Didn't think of that one. Do you have any embarrassing school stories you can share with us? Uh, as in from when I've been a teacher or from when I was a kid? Uh, any. doesn't really matter. Uh, there was a kid in my school, bless him, and uh, this is one of the more funniest stories. 
we, it was called Andy as well. And uh, we were sat in year 11 and we were doing the big end of year four tour. And uh, it was, we were stood on the yard. We'd had these bleachers put out for him. And unfortunately, it was a red hot day, and we were just waiting on our head teacher to come out so we could do the final photograph. And unfortunately, this poor lad fainted oh. right in the middle, right in the middle of where this photo was about to be taken. So he collapsed down. He's then it was set in height order, oh. so he was quite tall. So originally, he was meant to be on the back, but now when the photo got retaken, he had to stand right at the front. So there's just a, a row of all these unfortunately small people whose heads are blocked out by this quite tall lad who had to be sat down because he'd fainted only about five minutes beforehand. <laughs> and whenever I see that photo now at my, my house or my sister's house, I'm just immediately brought back to that poor lad collapsing in front of his entire year group. Oh, it was quite right. entertaining. Very unfortunate. So, hang on. I forgot it. Oh, my God. No, actually, I've just remembered it. So, if you weren't a teacher... What uh, career would you pick? Dream job. Yeah. Dream job would have been a footballer. For Chelsea. For Chelsea. I often try and emulate my career through Jared Branthwaite. I see Branthwaite on the score sheet and I'm thinking that could have been me. Fortunately, it's not. Uh, So, yeah, footballer probably would have been a good one. If it was something other than, like, sport-related, if it had to be, like, a normal job... Uh, CEO of a big company, something yeah. like that, like mm-hmm. in charge of lots of people, billionaire. Billionaire? Billionaire would have been a good one, but I don't think I've got enough good ideas to quite make that happen. What what position would you play? Just curious. Uh, if I, in reality, it'd probably be left back. Left back. Mm-hmm. Just surveying the game. I can run a game from left back slightly. Like uh, I'm trying to think, a bit like Graham Lasso. Yeah, that's a reference that only any teachers probably will get listening. Mm. No kids will understand who Graham Lasso is. So, last question. Here. I'm sorry, Ollie. If you do, you want to ask any questions, Ollie? I was gonna say. Yeah. Have you got any like football on tonight? Football tonight? No, but I have darts tonight. Ooh. Ooh. Playing darts. Possibly future Luke Little here. Yeah? Well, yeah, just slightly older. Only ten yeah. years older or so. He looks older than you though. He does. I like to think I am <laughs> younger looking than Luke Littler. Aye. He is 17 going on 45. Bless him. Mm. So, uh, 34 minutes past, we end at 35. So, what is your final message to anyone listening? My final message to anyone listening is have a lovely Friday. The weekend is nearly here. And try and spend your weekend doing something you enjoy. Don't just spend it sat indoors. On FC24. On FC24, getting angry at the television screen. Playing uh, Chelsea on career. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, for everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for Mr. Brownfoot. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's been absolutely wonderful. We it's will. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. This is this is this is pro- probably better than local little interview. Oh. I'll say. <laughs> this is better than Greg James' interview. I put myself above the pair of them. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you next week, next Friday. Have a nice weekend. I'm having a takeaway after. Bye. Lucky. Breakfast with Ollie and Alex on Workington Academy Radio.